0: Hi, this is James from That Dream Was Our Life, and you're listening to WKDU Philadelphia
1: 91.7 FM. Welcome to Genre Therapy, the safe space for all musicians to navigate the stories behind their songs and shine a light on parts of their music we might have missed. In this episode, we go on a walking tour of Philadelphia with James Quartero, who has been releasing a steady stream of EPs since 2014 under the moniker, That Dream Was Our Life. We reflect on all the influences and production of 90 Second Serenade, the first track on his 2019 audio journal compilation titled Lost Mirror. 90
0: Second Serenade is it, what it's kind of about. Um, it, it's It's about being a, a complete and utter fool but like in a good way like and and the feeling I guess the feeling is like the feeling is the feeling is very specific the feeling is being on the Broad street line on like a cold Sunday in December and you're just going home or whatever and um, a kid comes on the subway and he's like, hey can I can I sing a song for y'all and he just sings a song right between stops.
2: What would you do if I took to the time? What would be different if you only write? I wouldn't change, I wouldn't change. Then
0: gets right off the train and he didn't ask for money or anything and that's kinda what what the it's kind of what the the setting and the feeling of that song is. You know, it's also about like that idea of being, you know, kind of like lost in the idea of somebody and you don't really know what you're in for and, you know, but you, you just kind of, you kind of have to let yourself be that, you kind of have to let your, you kind of get get over yourself in order to, to feel that way or else you just be like cynical and, <laughs> and not fun to be around. a lot of like a lot of musicians I have like hundreds of like voice memos on my phone and what I'll do is uh, when I decide it's like hey it's um you know I have something that I think I want to write about um, or I have this idea I'll start going through those voice memos and um, and I'll see if there's anything anything useful anything that has like an idea worth worth pursuing so in the voice memos that we have um, yeah, the first one's just is just a, the main guitar part, and that pretty much stayed, stayed pretty much the same through the recording. And it's pretty easy for me to come up with like guitar parts, you know, that that I like, and um, so I have lots of those. But um, but lyrics and melodies are, are, are really difficult for me, and I and I really I really struggle with it. Even though I try to make an effort to to actually write all the time, it's it's hard to it's hard to catch the thread. So what ends up happening is I do I write a lot while I'm while I'm running through Philly. So um, it kinda occupies my my body doing one thing while my brain's kinda of free to just kinda um, see what what words might fit or or what I'm what I'm trying to say. The city
2: waits behind the fog. Da, 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 da. Like a uh, like a smile behind your hair. The flight attendant says it won't be long dude. yeah
0: so the other two voicemails are me running around i think one's me running around like columbus <laughs> columbus avenue and i think the other one on i think the other one's like day. me coming off like the bridge or something so i have all these recordings of me, me just like walk, walking and like avoiding traffic or <laughs> or out of breath or 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 you can hear me like you can hear me like patter like my feet like pattering around on the ground and stuff um it's always funny when I when i'm when I'm doing that and I don't realize there's somebody near me. You know, sometimes I'm just saying stuff, like... So, I, I don't know, I probably sound like some... some whacked-out poet or something to someone who doesn't... who's just, like, walking by. Um, you know, like, one time, yeah, one time I was talking about... and I I don't I never even used this idea in a song yet, but I was talking about, like... I started talking about how, like... Um, you know, you have to leave the door open to darkness or something. It was something very dramatic. But I'm I'm staying to my phone, and then there was like there was like a woman with like a stroller, like hurriedly pushing it past me. Just, so,
1: what what role does the sound of Philadelphia play in your music? <laughs> that's really funny. Um,
0: but like, I, I it's, uh, um, let me think. What was the sound of Philadelphia playing my music? I lo- I kind of love that question. <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's just, um, gosh. Um, I mean, it's, it's the setting for like 99% of my songs is it's Philadelphia, you know? And I, I did at one point I drew, I, I actually have a, there's a Google map that I have somewhere where I actually like put a marker down, like where every song takes place, like that, I, that I'd written, like in Philadelphia. And yeah, I mean, there's like the, the sound is basically, you know, you can identify certain parts of the city by the by the kind of sounds there are. And there's there's something about being here that's not like any other place, you know. It's like um, it's a very, it's a very interesting and, and weird and 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 beautiful city and then there's also just like it's also like pretty harsh and pretty gritty and um, yeah I mean I live in a neighborhood where it's mostly Vietnamese but it's a lot of Hispanics and um, a lot of families so I'll open my door and walk out and you know know, my neighbors are yelling at each other Vietnamese and I'll hear like I'll hear I'll hear, like, Tehanu, I I have, there's a church, I live across from a church, and it's a, it's a Latino, um, based, like, Baptist church, it's, like, it's the craziest thing, and they actually have, um, services, like, four nights a week, with live music, and they do live music from, like, I think it's, like, from, like, 530 to, like, 830, like, four nights a week, so, and I honestly think, if one of the musicians like fell ill or something, I could walk over and, and fill in. <laughs> like that's how, well I, that's how well I know the songs. And like, I'll even be like, like right now, like, um, I know they've been working on a new song cause I, I hear it every day and day. Cause I hear them practicing it every day. And, and then I'll, sometimes I'll even be like, hey, why'd they take that other song out of the set? That was a good song. <laughs> you know? So, um, but yeah, but so like I'll hear, I'll hear like families, I'll hear that music coming across. I'll smell pho coming down the street and I mean it's all it's it's all just like it's super vibrant it's super vibrant and there's like an energy to it and I definitely think I don't know how but I definitely think that it it presents itself So this year, um, top, my other top artists were um, Sigrid. Sigrid was like my number two top artist. Um, I started listening to her last year in like 2019. She had that record Sucker Punch that came out. And, you know, it, it's, it sounds like basically just like a, like a regular pop record. And then I saw her play live in, in DC that year and her band was so good and she was so good. I just, I just started listening to that record again. And um, yeah, I, I, listen, I, I listen to it a lot, that record. So I always start with uh, with guitars and what I'll do is uh, I'll rec- record the guitars to a click and I'll do all the guitar parts. even if it's like even if it's like a verse, like, my, like if it's an early verse where I only want to have two guitars, I'm gonna put in like all four guitars that are at the end too. So I'll just do it all at once. So drums are after that. And in this song, um, I just used a loop. I used like a basic loop. I think it's actually called like basic, like 80s drum loop or something.
1: and it it did, what it did what I needed it to do. So
0: a lot of times I'll put two loops together. Um, you know, I'll, I'll use that I'll use that basic beat, um, and then I'll throw like um, a second beat on top of it, or a second loop, or or something else. And that's kind of like um, that's a little that's a little garage band trick there. <laughs> for for anybody listening it's like if you if you're, if, you're, if your drums sound kind of kind of plain or whatever you can um you can easily combine beats so um i think on this one i did i did add i think i added like a shaker i think was the only additional thing i put on on this beat after that we i um i'll usually put down a bass track by then and one thing I don't like in Garage Band, I don't like the uh, I don't like the, the bass instruments they have because they, they sound really fake to me. There's like no there's no sustain to them at all. So everything just sounds it just sounds like a keyboard bass or something. So I generally I usually don't use them. Um, what I use a lot of is um, I use the the hip hop sub bass. I um, I use that because there, there's no shape to it. So Especially if I'm using if I'm if I'm recording a song that has it's primarily like an acoustic song, but I still want to have like some low end, but I don't want it to be like bow, bow, bow. Like I don't want it to sound like that. I can throw in that sub-bass and it just it just really helps that that low end. So um, that's what I have in this song. I did the keyboards next. The keyboards only show up in the choruses and in the last verse. And I didn't want it to be, it was kind of similar to the bass. I didn't want it to to be very, I didn't want it to, like to, to cut in or, or to bite in or, or to be really obvious that it was a, a keyboard part. So um, I took one of the, I think it was like ethereal rhythm, I think was the keyboard that I used. And I just, I just cut the attack on it. And um, I really like having, um, um, having like, like just holding a chord um, and have that just stay, you know, just have it just sustain through the whole chorus, where you can't pick out like one specific note, and that's what I have. That's what I have in this song. And then what else is what else is in here? Um, oh, there's a, there's, a, there's a there's a glockenspiel in here too, just a little glockenspiel with a little bit of delay on it, and that's in um that's in the chorus, and um another. <laughs> Another great uh, GarageBand feature is um, you can you can automate the volume on each track um, of the song. So what I did was um, at the end of the song I faded out everything except for the keyboard and the the glockenspiel. So what happens is it it kind of gives it like a little bit like a, like a like a coming out of a dream kind of effect like at the end, which I really like. Well, I, I record everything on my iPhone like in GarageBand and I, I love it so much. I love GarageBand so much, especially like on, on iOS because it's, it's so easy and it's so fast. Like the ideas for me take a long time, like definitely, and like writing takes a long time. But um, but what GarageBand lets me do, it, it, oh my gosh, it totally sounds like a commercial for GarageBand, but what it lets me do is um, it lets me put down these ideas like really quickly, really easily, and I end up with a result that that sounds that sounds pretty pretty okay. I can sit down and record a song in like two or three hours, like from beginning to end. Whereas like, you know, when I had a whole like home recording setup, like you know, oh, I have to set up all my microphones. I'm like, oh, is this microphone in the right spot? Um, oh, I didn't make, like, a drum track and so you'll make, like, a click for now and you have to, like, write a drum part later or something. Like, it would take me days to like, days to write a song if not, like, like weeks. You know, like, I, I used to I used to use, like, Ableton a lot for different things and I, you know, I, I feel like, you know, I, I would get some really um, like, quality recordings out of it and but what always kills me, like, in a lot of like, in a lot of software is just, is just the options and... I'll sit there and be like, "All right, well, let me put some reverb on this track," and then there's like 30 reverbs I have to choose from, <laughs> and like, and like, I'm like, I don't know, what, I don't know what to do, and and it's, and like, all these choices get, it becomes like really paralyzing, and the nice thing about GarageBand is that there's like, there's one reverb, you know, <laughs> so it's um, and it's, a, and, it's a, and it's a slider, so it's like okay, and then. Um, or, or there, there might be two reverbs. There might be like another reverb, like on the actual um, like instrument track that you're doing that you can like fiddle with. But it's not like it. It really simplifies a lot of it. But st- but it also still gives you like enough options where you can you can try different things. So. Yeah, because even like even from the the performance part of it, like in GarageBand, like I'm only recording like I don't know like. Twenty four bars of music, like for for a song, you know, like I'll record, you know, I'll record like a verse, I'll record a chorus, I'll record a break, and then I'm just like copying, pasting that to fit like the arrangement of the song or just fit the structure of the song. So I'm not gonna record a verse like three times or record a chorus two times, because like when I'm recording like on on a computer, and I'm and I'm doing like um. A guitar me I'm playing guitar for like I don't know three minutes and then that last one you, you screw up like the you screw up your fingering or something and it's like oh gotta punch in and it becomes and what it's you know it's, it's so I I'm not I'm, I'm a pretty I'm a pretty mediocre musician I'm not saying I'm a bad musician but I'm not I'm not amazing so what garage lets me do is like all right I can I can be a good musician for for eight bars you know I can I can I can really I can really nail it, you know. Like I can really nail, nail these eight bars of um, of of guitar, and um, and yeah, that's and I think that's that's a really cool thing too, because you can take your verse and and be like, all right, well, um, I'm gonna do a verse, chorus, verse, chorus. It's like, oh well, every song I write is verse, chorus, verse, chorus. Okay, I'll do two verses here, a chorus, a break, and then another chorus or something. And GarageBand makes it so easy just to like. Copy and paste those parts, or even just delete parts altogether. So, a lot of it is—I mean, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes it just—it does just come to you, like a, a phrase almost like falls out of the air. Sometimes, and a lot of times it doesn't. And so, what I'll try to do is I'll at least try to find like a rhythm in the song that I'm trying to write, and at least try to like at least like try to talk out that rhythm and see if anything kind of fits in there. And that's kind of where I lean a little bit more on um, like other voice memos or like, I mean, I, I actually write in a book every day, like with a pen. And even if I don't pay attention to, to what I'm writing at the time, like um, I do feel like just being in the habit of writing, just it, it kind of prepares you for whenever that one line hits you and you can kind of catch that line and then you can figure out things that fit along with that. So. It's really just I mean when I'm walking around or running around trying to trying to work on a song in my head it's really just trying to get out as many, as many words as I can as many random phrases maybe something that fits in a rhythm and you just hope you catch something and then you can build on it Like if you just wait for like the inspiration to write a song like I mean I don't like for personally like that very rarely happens where I'm so struck by something that I that I can write a whole song about it like a lot of it's just like yeah, preparing, and and hopefully you'll have something when when the inspiration does come.
1: Do you know what your songs are about while
0: you're writing them? No, I don't. And that's, that's kind of what I like about songwriting, too. It's like, it's very rare that I sit down and say, I'm going to write a song today, and it's going to be about X, Y, and Z. Like, a lot of times, I... Um, I uh, I start a song, and I, and I don't really know exactly what it is I'm singing about or where it's going to end up. I might have a start, but I, I almost never have a an ending when I'm, when I'm writing a song. But that's, like, the fun part. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's really the fun part about it. If you knew what you were doing, it would just be drudgery.
1: <laughs> and now, here's 90 Second Serenade in its entirety
2: the city waits behind the fog like a smile behind your hair the flight attendant says it won't be long until we're safely in the air moving on a holiday not best fights Still echo off the walls A coat of paint over the air It's like you were never there at all The blow light you lights your face It's keep me awake It makes me more of a fool It makes me less of a fake My heart songs down Cherry Street Rises and falls Every time you laugh The blue of distance in your eyes Reminds me of the die But sometimes they come back The glow, the light you face It keeps me awake Makes me more of a fool A fake. Most people are terrified, including me of showing that you're hot. There's a beauty and a comfort and a helplessness in knowing what you are Someone singing on a subway car. Second Saturday, I'm swimming in the streams of you, tea leaves and flowers are floating in your way, the glow that lights your face, it's keep me awake, it makes me
1: Links to stream 90 Second Serenade are in the episode notes on our website, genretherapy.org. 90 Second Serenade was written by James Coartero and performed by That Dream Was Our Life. Genre Therapy is hosted and produced by Ben Shenerman for WKDU Philadelphia 91.7 FM, a non-commercial, student-run, free-format radio station. To listen to more original shows, you can stream on our website, wkdu.org, and Philadelphia listeners can tune in at 91.7 FM. To support local non-commercial radio, consider making a donation on our website, wkdu.org. An archive of previous Genre Therapy episodes is available on genretherapy.org. Thank you for listening.